Good day, and welcome to today's episode on small business, big outcomes. This session is another solo session where I'll be discussing the critical importance of meetings and business rhythms. Meetings are the lifeblood of an organization. They are central to its success, but they often seem useless and too long. This presents a paradox. How can you make meetings productive when your staff view them as pointless? The answer is to make your meetings better. It's during the discovery, analysis and strategy phase pre-onboarding a new business coaching client when I first bring up the hot topic of the flow of business meetings and daily huddles and inquire as to what meetings business owners or CEOs are holding in their organizations. This often brings about looks of disgust and distaste. You see, many business owners and their team would rather run a marathon than endure a badly run meeting. Whilst a potential coachee is discovering the benefits of coaching, at the same time, I'm sizing them up. Most of my clients are good CEOs, are good SME owners. It's just that they want to get better. They want to, in the words of one of my favorite business authors, Jim Collins, go from good to great. Sometimes they just want to move their organization uptown from Chaos Street to Control Avenue, prepare for growth, and prepare for a serious acquisition or prepare to take on substantial debt for a business project. But whatever your reason for taking on a business coach, other than the main points I look for, such as whether they are ambitious, whether I'll be able to be their blind spot remover for them, whether I can bring value to the table, and whether I'm convinced that I can empower them to achieve their goals faster than what they can achieve them on their own, whether they are someone of integrity, but that's I mean, do they actually do what they say they will do and when they say they'll do it, and whether they're a good fit, and is there enough chemistry and mutual trust. But one of the most critical factors on whether I will take on a prospect as a coaching client is whether they already hold regular meetings or whether they are prepared to hold a regular pattern of meetings in their business. For a CEO of a large organization or an owner of an SME to achieve regular constant growth, a rhythm in their business, they need to create an open playing field and a compound growth system. Now, many business owners may believe that getting the hard-edged skills such as strategy, cash and execution right that, that will bring them growth they fail to realize that the foundation of their compound growth structure is not strategy, cash and execution, but the soft edge skills, cohesion, culture and the human systems are the real foundation for a compound growth system in a business. These soft edge systems, the relative intangibles, are often those that hold back accelerated growth for any organization. The soft edge subsystems of the compound growth system bring the strength of the team and their ability to achieve the goals. Now, meetings are absolutely critical to unlocking the soft edge subsystem of your business's compound growth system. They evolve and develop your cohesive system, your culture system, 
and your human system. Yes, meetings are executional by nature, but they are tightly tied to your cohesive system. In many companies, there are a myriad of reasons as to why meetings are despised. Some just never happen. People just don't prepare well. They don't pay attention. They start late. They run late. Sometimes they seem like they're a waste of time. Perhaps you feel that the person in charge of the meeting has their own personal agenda. But in reality, meetings should be there to save time and therefore money. Keep the team focused, consciously developing cohesiveness, keeping culture alive and well, and ensuring that whatever plan is created is focused on and achieved. Meetings put your team on the same page. Bring clarity to the team, uh, to the team goal and achievements, and to the individual goals and achievements. And in order to enjoy an efficient meeting, everyone needs to plan and prepare beforehand, every time. My coaching around meetings primarily comes from two sources, Vern Harnish's Scaling Up and the 10 Rockefeller Habits. I also lean heavily on a book by one of my favorite management gurus and author Patrick Lencioni's Death by Meeting. All meetings have to have a standing agenda so that all attendees can prepare effectively in advance. Meetings become effective because the strategic execution plan has been developed by the team and agreed on by the team. Meeting agendas are set up so that the alignment of each subsystem of the compound growth system to the team develops in every meeting. Bringing good news ensures that the cohesive and culture systems are evolving and covered. The human and cash systems are covered with performance metrics and the team and individual priorities keep a clear focus on the strategy plan and all of the accountability in play. Team members will also hone their cohesiveness by discussing issues, asking for help or offering help. The discipline of the standing agendas ensure continuous development as a high-performing team by achieving, activating the compound growth system. And again, I reiterate, unless a CEO or SME owner holds a regular flow of meetings, then I will not coach them or their senior management team. Now, let's talk about the different types of meetings. First up, all meetings are listed in the company calendar. They start on time and they need a very fine reason to run over time. Everyone is properly prepped and knows the standard agenda. We'll start with the daily huddle sometimes referred to as the 10 at 10, 10 minutes at 10 a.m. or the daily connect. In an SME, attendance is by a small handful of relevant senior people. The conversation is similar every day, never starts late and lasts between 5 and 15 minutes, never longer. It always starts by supporting the culture and cohesive systems to evolve, by starting with good news. It's a round robin in nature and Everyone shares their good news for the day. 
The execution system receives focus next. Important metrics from the day before are shared relative to the target or for the week so far. Now next up is everyone's number one priority to achieve in the next 24 hours. Gary Keller's book, The One Thing Springs to Mind, but that can be the topic of another conversation. Finally, the meeting closes with issues, challenges, questions, answers, and support for one another. In a large business, each department will probably hold a huddle in the morning, and then the SMT will hold a huddle afterwards, providing the senior management team with an oversight of yesterday's progress and issues. The next meeting is a weekly tactical meeting and is also a critical cog in the compound growth system of your business. Attendance is by the senior leadership in a large business and again by just a handful of or a few people in the SME. I always say that the weekly tactical meeting should never last more than an hour. Another weekly rhythm is the CEO's weekly email to the team, highlighting wins, gains, issues and challenges, as well as recognizing spectacular performances. And this is never more than a few hundred words. The monthly senior leadership meeting is next. It's good if this can be held off-site and the duration should be between two and four hours, never longer. The purpose of this meeting is to confirm strategy aligned to your 90-day plan, your 90-day goals, review metrics, and review or celebrate your quarterly highly achievable goal and confirm your three main priorities for the month. Strategy matters include feedback on the team, customers, partners, and the competition. It will always start with a cohesive system in mind. In fact, every meeting kicks off with good news. This allows members to share and recognize good things that are happening in the business. Never skip this step. It'll make your team more cohesive. Next on the agenda is also a cohesive exercise to create personal connection and improve team trust. Again, this is a round-robin exercise, starting with the coach if there is one, and then the CEO. After that, the next item is the human system, the org structure, and the key function flow map. Now, this is simply the graphic of how your company makes money. It shows the non-fiscal things that flow through each function of your business in order for you to get cash into your bank account. Your key functional flow map is the foundation of everything of your business because it ties together everything into one overview. It's like a live scoreboard that gets updated daily so that the whole team can see whether the company is winning or losing. This brings about functional clarity, improves accountability, and is relatively simple to create. I'll devoting, be devoting an entire podcast to building your key functional flow map in the future. Included under execution will be wins, challenges, support required, and assistance. As with all larger meetings, it will end with a one-phrase close from each member. 
Each member can answer a question from the CEO, such as, from your gut, how do you feel right now in five words or less? Your quarterly meeting should really be held off-site. These take special preparation. Everyone needs to know the current status of their priorities and the metrics that they own. This should be shared to all team members before the meeting and the objective of the quarterly meeting is to increase functional clarity and improve execution by raising team accountability. You see, evolving team behavior takes a disciplined focus and effort. Your annual meeting should also be held off-site and be generally held over even two days. What needs to happen at your annual meeting can be the topic of another, probably lengthy episode. Needless to say, all of off-site meetings need to include attention to cascading messages. Best practice for the leadership is to agree on three key messages from the meeting. We learn this from another personal favorite book by the great management guru, Patrick Lencioni, in his The Four Obsessions of an Extraordinary Executive. And the reason is simple. The rest of the team will be so interested as to what happened at your off-site meeting, and it's important that the leadership team shares the same messages about the key events and the learnings at the same time. It also ensures that the leadership get used to the practice of cascading out messages from their team meetings. Well, this has scratched the surface on the topic of meeting rhythms. It's a seriously large and important topic and nothing that we're going to nail down in a single episode. If all I've done is make you realize how important meetings are to you growing your business, developing a compound growth system, then I'll have a good smile. Well, you may be frowning, shaking your head. You may still not enjoy communication and meetings. Well, don't ignore this critical tool that will bring about role clarity, rhythm, accountability and cohesiveness in your team while they're on the way to becoming a high-performance team. Don't ignore meetings. Don't dodge them. Your company will flounder. There are two great resources that I suggest you can go read up on. This will help you understand how you deliver better meetings, have cohesive results, a focused team, and enjoy a rhythm in your business. Death by Meetings by Patrick Lencioni and Scaling Up by Vern Harnish. Also keep an eye out for one of my upcoming podcasts on the Rockefeller habits. Well, there may be many of you that may say, I don't have time to read, so how can I speed this whole thing up? Well, if you have some questions around meetings, having a cohesive performance-driven team with a great rhythm in your business and enhanced business growth is still a, a dream to you, make it a reality. Head over to my LinkedIn profile and get in contact with me. If you want to get better, then you have, you have to take action. You're going to have to learn, get better, 
Work harder on yourself than what you do on your job. And remember, for your business to grow, you first need to grow. You know, Daniel needed Mr. Miyagi. John Lennon needed Paul McCartney. Tom needed Jerry. We can't do it all on our own. Don't allow yourself to wonder, what if? When you and your business and life, the life that you've dreamed of, you'll, you'll think fondly on the 30 minutes that changed your life forever. And to close with the last question, if your business could speak, what do you think it would say to you right now? But then you already know, don't you? <laughs>